Well, hey, friends, happy Tuesday and welcome back to the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. From all of us at Stay Forth Designs, we hope your summer is going well. You're finding space to rest and recharge and plan ahead for the fall. And we got a fun one for you today. On our episode today, Alan sits down with two participants from our recent Colorado collaboration and they unpack what they're learning, what they're experiencing, and what their next right steps are post Colorado collaboration. So we hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Sit back and soak this one in. Enjoy today's episode. Well, if you could see me now, I've got lemons in my hand. Well, friends, welcome back to the podcast. We continue to talk about experiences and what better place than thousands of feet above sea level. Where are we at right now? I will tell you. We are 79.60. So almost 8,000 feet. We've been around experience uh, for four days. We're drinking an amazing cup of coffee this morning. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Um, and we just uh, wanted to hash out a little bit of not only the why and the what uh, we've done, but also just what the Father has spoken to you guys. So you guys would just introduce uh, yourself and why you decided to come on a four-day experience. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark, uh, I don't know if it, I think it was because you asked me, you thought it would be good for me. You know, I don't know if I put much more thought into that, um, just because of the the craziness of my life right now and some of the tragedies we've been dealing with. And so both my wife and I are like, okay, it'd probably be good to get away. And, you know, we know and love Alan, so let's, let's do it. And I think I was just trusting your wisdom. Uh, and obviously it was, it has been a wonderful wonderful experience. I think just, you know, but to, to dive down a little bit more into that is wanting to receive clarity uh, on this next season and, and um, kind of the future of where God is taking me. And it, it definitely delivered. Yes. Awesome. Excited to hear more. You're to share in a couple minutes. Brandon, what about you, man? Very similar for me. Uh, yeah. My name is Brandon. We're in a very pivotal transition season uh, for our life, for my job, for our marriage. And again, same, same kind of conversation, taking some of that instruction of like, hey, you should think about it, really start praying about this opportunity to get away. And uh, we've joked about it all week that, you know, a month or two ago, whenever we started having this conversation, I was like, I can't imagine that'll be a good time, <laughs> uh, like in my schedule. And God just cleared it up. So mm. it was the right time. It was the, so again, yeah, just trusting that, yeah. you know, leaders. Which is pretty season. resounding. A lot of people saying, they had to take the risk before it felt like the right time. Yeah. But it just seems like this summer before some of the expectation of the fall felt right for almost everybody here. Mm. Gosh, this moment is crucial, mm-hmm. which is always confirming. Um, it's hard to paint a picture of what we've done. It always is kind of like, so what is the state for the experience? And really how I'm describing this is called the Colorado collaboration and um, 10 amazing leaders and, and eight looking for clarity and we always co-host together so that it's not a burden um, to us. And just impressive ministries that God has entrusted to folks. And we want feedback on that mm-hmm. from other people. Um, there's time alone with the Lord. Of course, there's amazing food. And so there's that coaching component, that collaboration with people component. Um, but there's also just the ridiculously refreshing piece that we're mm-hmm. still going to relax. We're still going to eat well. We're still going to have long cups of coffee in the morning, that piece of it. Um, 
try to paint a picture. If I say, so Mark and Brandon, what have we actually done the last few days? Give a few of those high points. Maybe. I think you, you and Karen have definitely created a culture of care and service that has allowed us to just be. Um, and I think we were sitting around at our, our pre-launch, you know, at the Kinship Landing Hotel and just kind of sitting around, I was just observing everybody going, okay, I'm just listening, like, how's this going to work? Because everybody's, yeah. you know, not everybody, I don't think anybody's in the same. Yeah, and way. I don't know these people yet. I don't know these people, you know, uh, you know, but I trust Alan, I trust Karen. And so let's, let's just see how this goes. And it, it, I think it felt a little awkward for about five minutes mm -hmm. and that was it, you know? Yep. And then we jump in the car and we head up and we just start these deep conversations. But I think what, what I really appreciate about the experience is that you guys have positioned us and postured us to, to listen to God and then to listen to each other and then to receive. And so I think in what, four days, I've received more um, collaborative feedback on my future that I've ever received wow. before. So, yeah. that's awesome. you know, and not that I was looking for approval. Like I knew this is where God was taking me. Yep. Like I knew this is where I'm supposed to be going. I think the the why now behind the what and the who behind the what mm. is so much more clear. Yeah. Um, but then you guys, you know, I mean, I think then the different places like yesterday being up at 13,000 feet you know, <laughs> in Cottonwood Pass, it was amazing. amazing. And I do believe that God speaks clearer at thinner oxygen levels. Just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you, you say that, Mark, and it makes sense as leaders, we'll put ourselves aside for whatever else is needed. And I think that's at one level what makes us servant leaders. That's also what makes us really vulnerable mm -hmm. is that we will do, and then, oh yeah, throw the parent thing in there, um, whether pastors, ministry leaders, business leaders, I will do whatever it takes for the mission and for our people. And sometimes we do whatever it takes, unfortunately. And, um, and the cost of that is, is real. And so the word we use is disorienting mm -hmm. for being served for not doing dishes for, you know, Hey, this is already taken care of. Enjoy, even trust us a little bit of like, I'm not fully sure what this is, but I know just enough that I think this is going to be helpful. Um, that disorienting piece. Uh, I'm curious for you, Brandon, did you experience anything disorienting in the last few days? I think the, the beginning, exactly those components of being a, a ministry leader being told like, no, we're not even going to tell you all the details of the weekend. <laughs> like you have a rough schedule, but intentionally we want you to get into the mindset of allowing yourself to be served. Um, not to make much of yourself, but to give you a break to think through a lot of things you need to. And I think that that's the second part of some of the disorientation was having someone else cultivate a uh, space and pace for me for, for a few days. Mm -hmm. Um, because in the midst of that kind of chaos transition season for someone else to step in and go, Hey, let's, let's create for a few days, a healthy pace, not too fast, not too slow. And then let's make sure we have lots of time for you to take space. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a little disorienting. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of being yeah. taken by the hand again and going, Hey, remember, yeah. <laughs> slow yeah. down a little bit. So. And space is your word. I mean, you probably said it mm -hmm. eight or 10 times. Tell me more. Why was, why was that word so powerful and so fitting? Well, uh, church planner of seven years, um, pace and space for sure are hard 
a lot of times and, and you get caught up almost solely in the, in the pace mm-hmm. and the list grows longer and the people list grows longer. Mm-hmm. God willing, <laughs> you, you meet more and more people that yeah. you feel like you're yeah. shepherding and taking care of yeah. and the ministry list task grows. And um, Mark, we were just talking a little bit ago about uh, tension creates growth, but it's the space that allows you to realize how you've grown. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and to trace yeah. that map back of growth, good. Um, another mm-hmm. uh, one of our leaders here has been saying, you know, to know where you've come from really does help you figure mm-hmm. out where your next steps are. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that we we see and we experience is the miracle of, of time bending and sort of speeding up. Yesterday, we spent we spent we invested two hours. We, were, we, were, we started at 12,200 feet. Mm-hmm. People hiked, you know, to higher than that. And two hours that probably delivered, I mean, for some breakthroughs they've never had before. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, that, that idea of, of slowing down and seeing time bent. You experienced some serious breakthrough mm-hmm. yesterday, Mark. Talk about that. Well, you and I have been talking a long time about the idea that I'm, I'm doing so many different things, but how do they fit together? Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, I've been doing so many things because I love my family. I want to take care of them, you know, financially and, and those kinds of things. And you're multi-talented and gifted and want to steward your gifts. Thank you. Um, and yet it felt very, dis- it has felt very disjointed for the last mm-hmm. year or two, you know, and with this uh, the project and the book coming out soon and different things like that, I just didn't want to release this project that I've been working on for so long and then not have like the why and you know yeah. that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, I did the identity blueprint a while ago and it just didn't feel like it was complete. And then yesterday I was sitting down at the top of one of the peaks and I was just getting frustrated because nothing was coming, you know, I've putting some ideas down. I'm like, and I just kind of heard the quiet voice of God go, you know, just, just go hike. Mm-hmm. And so I started hiking and, you know, then it started, like I had this kind of uh, repeat of a series of words that I started working out for my mission and for my um, clear picture and, it came together. And then on the way back down, sat down with Karen for like two minutes and said, Hey, help me wordsmith. And within two minutes mm. we had it, you know, it's, it's still a rough draft, but we had it yeah. wordsmith more than I, totally. and I feel like now I went and explained it to my wife and I, both of us, she's like, I get it. Amazing. You know, uh, everything Amazing. you do filters now through yeah. these things. This is who you are. Yeah. So I'm not going to say, Hey, I'm a professor. I'm an author. Like this is who I am. And if people want to know more, they'll know more. But yeah, I, it was, definitely uh freeing that's good man we when we talk about getting away and working not just in the ministry in the nonprofit, in the business but on it and that that takes a zoom out perspective and so that batterson quote we talk about a lot change of pace plus change of place equals change of perspective of getting into a different place um we're in a mountain town that you know is, is a couple hours away from where we live and yet feels like forever away, right? Mm-hmm. The worries sort of don't chase us here. Right. Uh, and if we're intentional, we have a, a strict no email policy. Sure, if people have to shoot off one or two, okay. But I mean, just that we want to create that space mm-hmm. and we want those kind of breakthroughs to happen. Um, I think we burn off a lot of mental energy that we could be using on other things with, you know, the, the worry, uh, you know, kind of, stomping out fires here or this email here that and so some of the days seem really long as well two hours can feel really long in some ways as well to just be able to sit and breathe um i love i mean a slow cup of coffee in the morning it's, yeah. it's great you know wake up when you need to some guys need to sleep some gals need to sleep and um 
talk about experiences for a minute and whether it's either that that change of pace that you talked about, Brandon, the change of place we've been talking about a lot here. Um, I think this is a crucial summer and I think we're in danger of, oh, I just need to learn more. I just need to read more books. I just need to cram more. And then maybe I can overcome this exhaustion, um, this lack of clarity um, for the fall. And I actually think experiences are the pathway uh, mm-hmm. to that. God, others, um, our spouse, mm-hmm. uh, our kids. I just think it's time for a different um, way to approach this because we're t- more tired than we think. Um, speak to that a little bit and maybe speak some life uh, into some listeners who are tired right now. How might experiences be be crucial for them right now? Mark, you might have a lot more to say on this a little further down the road in a minute, but my, my initial thought is just that, that knowledge versus connection mm. that we've had a lot of time yeah. and, and have probably absorbed too much knowledge and too yeah. much information. Sure. And that ability in those experiences, again, back to the, some of the disorientation, but it, it mm. gives you a real human opportunity to connect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just with the yeah. other humans that yeah. you didn't know before and you get to hear yeah. their story. Sure. And, and I think for me, it's sometimes it's just the experience itself. You, you get to connect yeah. with something that's yeah. not just this information overload. Mm-hmm. And so that was more for me on the mountain. It wasn't a huge revelation mm-hmm. moment, uh, of some structural thing for, for yeah. our work. Uh, it was just this connection to a peaceful moment mm-hmm. uh, with other people who are also seeking their peaceful moments. Yeah. So that's good. Even just that Mark, what you described was connection with God mm-hmm. and then immediately being able to take it to other people and mm-hmm. say, Hey, what are your thoughts? We had the same thing. We're driving down the mountain and Steve had breakthroughs yeah. about what he's been doing. Cause it's like too close to your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And other people go, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think down deep, well, they won't be able to help because they're not in it. And actually that's why we can help is because we're not so close to that. So great, great word, Brandon. I mean, two, I think two things with that. I think the, the experience that I've had has honestly, I think, set the path for the foreseeable future, right? Everything that I'm going to say yes to now needs to be filtered through my mission and, and my picture, you know, mm-hmm. my clear picture. Yeah. And, and if it doesn't filter through that, then it's a no. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. so freeing for us. And I wouldn't have gotten that if I was reading a book or right. finding an online course or that kind of for stuff. Sure. Probably the opposite. Right. Probably would have felt like you needed to do more. More of confusion mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But I think going back to experiences, like my wife and I have chosen to do a couple of road trips this year. And everybody's like, why don't you just fly? Like, why mm-hmm. would you do it? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to rush to get there. Mm-hmm. So like in a week or two, we're going to drive to Houston. We're going to drive from here to Dallas and then we're going to spend some time going through Waco and going through East Texas and just mm-hmm. taking our time. Um, and they're like, well, you have young kids. I'm like, huh? So like, we're just going to teach them how to slow down and we're going to, oh, let's stop at the side of the road. There's an antique shop and there's yeah. a coffee shop. And, yeah. and then in about three, two and a half months, we're going to drive to Florida. Awesome. And so I just think trying to teach my, my family and my, my kiddos um, just the art of slowing down as well. And yeah, I mean, there's gonna be times where we need to fly and we need to get there quickly so that we can mm-hmm. maximize our time. Yeah. But um, I think we miss out on the experience of connecting with those that are close to us mm-hmm. when we kind of rush through to the next objective. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of somewhat frustrated that it's taking me 40 years to, to figure <laughs> that out, but you know, it's not too late. You know, and I think it's it's a great new rhythm to, to insert into. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, food, food's a big deal. 
Taste, um, and experiences. taste and see, my friends. If you if you can't remember that at the end of our time, I have done a poor job. So uh, just uh, tasted of an amazing Ethiopia uh, that was roasted in my hometown brewed right here. Um, and whether it's just taste and see of the goodness of God, or just like smelling mountain air is different. I went rafting and, you know, you have bucketfuls of water in the face. And, you know, so I think just that, that experience piece opens up something different. Um, I didn't even bring any books just because I know for me, there's, there's no space for, mm-hmm. um, for reading on these and I get to learn from other people as well. And so there's so many applications to taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. We go home with that gratitude, but food's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we, we minimize it. I think it's a sign of a rushed life. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little about food. Have we experienced food the last few days? For us, a little bit of a community builder. I mean, it, it breaks down some walls to share some really good food with each other. And it's been really good food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to make that connection with like, oh, you love that? I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you believe how good that is? Hey, you need to try this. And it it, it feels, it, it either lowers the wall or thins out the barriers mm-hmm. between people in some ways. And uh, we've mm-hmm. talked about you, you just kind of get lost in the dinner and forget that you're having to try to connect with people that you don't know. You're just connecting. Yeah. For the fact that a dinner goes five hours. Yeah. <laughs> we had a five hour dinner last night. <laughs> it was keeping. I did feel myself like, okay, I'm, I hit a tired wall. Yeah. But the conversation was so rich. I'm like, no, I got to stay focused. This is really good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but I think the food is that conduit for uh, breaking down barriers. Yes. I mean, you got to use it well. I mean, it can't be a manipulation, sure. but it's a, of course, it's a tool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the table is so powerful and lost in our culture that, I mean, the, the connection, I think, between rush and our food being minimized, something we just have to fill the tank up, mm-hmm. um, has been, you know, not not lost on me. We get away and we're like, man, food's amazing. And you know, we go to places with great local food as well. And we want to check that out. And charcuterie boards are, are kind of our thing. And that's just a funny kind of communal. We don't eat communally. Yeah. you know, in, in our culture, we order individually. And so just that little reminder as well of that, that's how we ended the night last night. Um, it's actually, you know, a progressive dinner, but we're just sitting around the table, finishing up a conversation and in a good way, like one, one gal said full, like that's my word for the day. And, and it's very different from uh, stuffed mm-hmm. or, Oh man, like you leave a party. I'm like, that was a mistake. I yeah. ate too much, but it was like, my heart is full. Mm-hmm. And I, that really connected with me when she said that, because I've, uh, I don't use the word busy anymore. Um, if I do, it's a slip. It's a four letter word for me. You know, I need to put money in the, yeah, the cuss jar, but uh, busy for me, it's it, my life is full. Uh, like after a good meal or my, my heart is full, my belly is full, but I'm not stuffed. I didn't, you know, cram too much in there. And that's how I feel after this time. Like we didn't cram too much in. And um, it's great to talk out what we've learned here, but honestly, for you listeners, uh, I want to invite you into experiences this summer. I want to mm-hmm. invite you to work less as the fall is, you know, we're heading toward that. It's quickly approaching. Um, no need to rush to do that, but it's not going to happen. Both of you have talked about and or booked times for you and your wife to get away as well. Because mm-hmm. whenever we experience margin, that's the natural result is we want others to experience it. We want to share it with other people. Um, and I've got a couple of camping trips we were talking about coming up with my kids. And that's really where we get to experience margin. There's no distraction. Mm-hmm. It's very, very simple. When we're out there, we have to deal with the elements. And 
that is a space for me, but, but that doesn't mean that's for you. I mean, maybe for your family, margin truly is Disney World. Um, and maybe you have the budget to be able to spend that a road trip. Uh, so we don't care what it is at State Forth. We care that you get it. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing is take the time. It won't just find you. You guys had to give up four days. It's time, it's money. And, and the first thought is, well, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. But it's an investment. And so as we continue to talk about experiences here, we want to challenge you, but more to invite you. Like the water's fine. Come on in. Like the breathing that we get to do when, when we get away, that change of pace, let's change of place, let's change of perspective is, is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, any, you know, just to close this out, any words of encouragement or challenge to leaders who are tired? There's a lot of discouragement um, right now. And, and I know, Mark, you're a clinician as well. And maybe you have some um, very specific words for folks. Um, what can leaders do who are overwhelmed, tired, exhausted, maybe stuck this well, summer? I'll go scientific on you. Um, Bring if, it. if we don't rest and we don't sleep, our cells don't regenerate. Mm. And if our cells don't regenerate, then our body starts to deteriorate. Mm. And so, yep. I think we can't afford not to. Yep. Um, unless, and that's the thing. I think a lot of leaders think they can't, and then they're forced to yeah. because of health issues. You, you right. will rest. The question is whether you choose it or it chooses you. Right? <laughs> you know, and, and so I, just trying to encourage leaders to find different rhythms to make sure that rest is a part of that. Um, because yeah, every night that we sleep between seven and nine hours, our, our cells fully regenerate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like shedding the old skin. Yeah. But if we don't, then yeah. we get a chance to. Yeah. The studies are crazy. I mean, memory. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take in a ton that day, but if you don't sleep, you don't. It doesn't stick. I mean, just it's crazy the things that God has designed us for that we've just kind of gotten off mm-hmm. course with. So that's good, man. It's been helpful to have the scientific as well from a clinician that backs up everything we we know and experience to, to be true, to go, oh yeah, okay, good. We can, we can back that up from a doctor. Brandon, what, do you, what would you say man, to the tired leader this summer? I think it is an absolute lie from Satan for ministry leaders not to invest in themselves. Mm. And the reality is that that investment in yourself is going to make you a better husband, a better father, a better leader, uh, a better employee, a better mm. boss. Yeah. The people in your life benefit when you'll take the time and the financial investment and, and mm-hmm. the, you know, energy sacrifice mm-hmm. to invest in yourself in a healthy way. Mm. And again, that space and pace and coaching and community and connection with people pursuing, like that's, I think it's one of the strongest investments you, you can make. Mm-hmm. So mm. um, for me, it's, it's, it's like a no regrets thing. It's, it's worth and look forward to investing into it again in other ways and in other people. And so yeah. mm-hmm. it's a good word. Yeah. It's a good word. Well, folks, we invite you to invest in yourself. <laughs> You're worth it. And it's necessary. Mm-hmm. We, we need to. Friends, we love you. We're going to continue to talk about experiences here and some things coming up in the fall. But if you know our podcast, you know that we are not just going to cram more in. We're not just going to tell you more to do. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we have life-giving thoughts. And uh, we've come to you from some pretty cool locations this summer. So chalk another one off. Coming to you from beautiful Buena Vista, Colorado, just underneath some 14,000 foot peaks. I think it's time for another cup of coffee, friends. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Right Side of Leadership Podcast. We love you guys. We're here to support you guys. Please invest in yourselves this summer. Taste and see that the Lord is good. From house to house, the door tends to hurt when it's
Cause you're away.